everybody and welcome back to another episode of Non-Judgmental sponsored by Bean Seal and this is the first ever video podcast that would be uh, going live on alternative Sundays and this is the second episode of the audio podcast it is available on all the podcast uh, platforms as well and today's topic that we have is numbers to narratives before we dive deep into the topic i would like you to introduce to the guest of today's po- podcast i'm so sorry today today's podcast uh, mr kamlesh kaltari who has been working as who is a ca by profession and has been a writer entrepreneur and much more welcome to the podcast priya thank you thank you ankush uh, as ankush said it's a first video podcast for him yeah for me also it's a you know first experience of being interviewed Uh, and i'm glad uh, that you know i am the first speaker uh, thank you thank you my pleasure it's great to have you here so how i uh, before we dive deep into every segment that we decided we want to talk how did your journey start through i mean your college and then why see as a profession yeah so i mean before before i get into that you know uh, life is a beautiful uh, tapestry of uh, experiences um filled with moments that shapes us who we are today um i am a chartered accountant by profession um and uh, coming from a very humble background uh, you know i was born and brought up in athni which is a small town and when i say athni uh, you know not many people relate used to relate to uh, in in my college uh, when i moved to a bigger city so i used to call athni as athens and the next destination which i moved to was belgaum which is again in karnataka 150 kilometers from athni so belgaum was also not known to many people so i used to call it as belgium so people used to get excited um coming back to my journey you know i did my schooling and uh, uh, you know plus 2 which is 11th and 12th uh, here in athni and i was very unclear you know what i need to do um, you know uh, in life uh, as as next course of action because in those days there were not too many means um, you know or not much guidance that was available to us but then you know i was a hard worker i used to study at the same time you know help me always been uh, told your story that you know you all used to work like this or study this way you also have you you all three brothers you have two younger brothers as well for the audience so you all three are always been given examples of uh, you know how do you go ahead in your life in at least in this town at least in my childhood i've heard a lot of yeah yeah i hope in a good way <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so you know then you know my dad has always been supportive i used to help him in in a small shop that we have um, in spite of that you know i got good numbers in my qc second year so he encouraged uh, me to step out venture out and study so that's where you know i realized that there's something called ca you know then i entered the foundation exam uh, with a lot of efforts cleared the final and then uh, to campus i got placed uh, in an mnc then worked in an mnc for close to a decade i think about 9 years during my stint with uh, my first company you know i got an opportunity to uh, move overseas so i on a secondment assignment for 2 years so i was in malaysia for 2 years uh, then i came back to pune 
spent around six years. Uh, then, you know, I decided that life uh, is a journey which we, you know, decide where we want to go. So after, you know, around 16 years of professional uh, job stint, I decided, you know, I, I need to be on my own. And I always wanted uh, to stay with my parents because of, you know, being two, uh, two decades away from them. And I wanted to always be closer to them, uh, function as a support system. So I, then I decided before COVID uh, kicked in, you know, I came back to my hometown. Uh, then now as an independent chartered uh, accountant, I, I have my own practice here. Uh, I serve international clients out of here. And I also try to do different things, like you said. You know, I am an entrepreneur, part-time author, author yeah. now turned poet. Uh, so suddenly, I realized there is more to life than just numbers. Uh, so you know, I am exploring life as it is. At the same time, I do have aspirations. I have to earn a living. Living, yeah. So you know, the profession helps me with that. So how did you decide, like? Okay, CA is one thing because now, uh, as you said, you serve your international clients as well. So I discovered in my plus two that there is something called ACCA that helps you. You know, you are a internationally certified uh, chartered accountant then. So was it available then? And how was it? The main question I wanted to focus on is, was it, was CA, I'm sure it must have been difficult, but as now we have, I guess, four to five percent of people clearing CA every year. So was it the same back then or how, how were the things? No, so in, in those days uh, when I was studying, uh, I think the pass percentage was very less. Uh, to be honest, it was somewhere between 2 to 4%. Uh, at the same time, uh, it required a lot of dedication, efforts and persistence. Um, to, to tell you the fact, uh, you know, I myself uh, have plunked uh, in CA final for four times and I cleared in my fifth attempt. So it has been a tough journey in spite of me, uh, you know, only studying and giving dedicated time for studies. I used to study for 14, 16 hours easily. Uh, and in spite of preparing well for the exams, uh, you know, I couldn't figure out why I am unable to crack it. So, so someone needs to be, um, you know, focused at the same time, persistent enough to pursue, uh, you know, the end goal. Because having reached that far, I didn't want to give up. So, you know, I kept on trying. And every time, you know, I used to fail by, you know, just few marks. Uh, I used to pass in all the subjects. But there's something called uh, as aggregate in CA. Yeah. Where your aggregate percentile or average should be 50. So, the passing marks are not good enough. Okay, so that... But your overall aggregate should be, you know, say for... Uh, it should be 50% overall. So unless you do that, uh, you know, you, you still are a failure. So you still do not pass. That was something which was hard to digest. And uh, just to tell you an interesting story, uh, my grandmom, uh, my mother's mom, so she was like, you know, she used to see the pain and she was very old. I mean, you can imagine. Uh, yeah. So, and with all good intentions, she was one day she said you know why are you failing uh, you know can't you give some can't you bribe the examiner or something and yeah. so that he can give you some grace mark so in all cuteness and innocence she made that statement because she saw in the efforts that i was putting in yeah. uh, but in spite of that i was unable to cross the line 
so it's all paid uh, at the same time hard work also pays so i would say it's a tough journey back then it was the pass percentage was tough plus we didn't have enough means in terms of coaching training guidance so uh, at times we used to not get the you know previous uh, Uh, you know what you call ready reckoners yeah that you have you know the the answers to the past question papers was not easily available so uh, we have come a hard way but now everything is available uh, with technology things are very easy the question pattern has changed there are mcqs um, you know and there is easy access for the pattern for the you know most likely questions plus you have enough coaching centers so life now is very easy uh, i would not say easy in terms of tracking the exam but in terms of access to the resources that you had uh, your arms and emanations are good enough so that you can win the battle so i would i would leave it to that rather than getting whether it was tough or those days or now but i think it's easier considering the resources that are available at now i have two scenarios in my mind one is you said like uh, you didn't i mean you failed to attempt like for fourth time and fifth time you did crack it when it was your ca and now all of a sudden if i consider because if i step into your shoes and just imagine that i've been working as a corporate uh, i've been working in corporate for like 15 17 years and then all of a sudden i decide to come back to my hometown so I, I, if I think like that, I don't think my parents would be that supportive. Like, you mean, why do you want to come back? There's good life there. There's good future and everything. So, I just wanted to ask, like, in these two scenarios, how did your parents react to it? So, uh, in terms of me persistently failing uh, as as a first option, and second, me wanting yeah, in to the come both, back. Bo- both the scenarios. Okay. I think. Uh, it it was um, you know very difficult in the first scenario when i was constantly failing but at the same time uh, you know the efforts that were put in the goal or the end objective was never diluted uh, failure is something i believe you know we all should embrace upon uh, it's easier said than done but yeah. these are all experiences uh, you know it it happens in your day to day life also it happens in sports uh, so you know not everyone can have a 100% track track record so you know the opponent is also there to play so you lose some you win some so out of every failure you know what i used to do is i used to try better my attempt you know if if i was attempting say 90 marks you know i would try to you know improve my speed or i would try to increase uh, sorry improve the quality of answers or i used to you know try and understand why am i lagging which was again a challenge because we were never given our answer sheet yeah. or you know the uh, the gist of why what are the reasons why you are failing but you know i used to try to cover additional uh, topics i used to because there was out of syllabus questions also so i used to try and relate practical uh, taxation related matters in a paper like direct tax indirect tax or you know i used to um, reach out to practicing cas and see you know what are the practical aspects that one can apply from a profession to a ca exam which will help you to give a flavor that an examiner is looking upon yeah so you know as a failure you know it's it's not a roadblock 
but it is an experience which you need to take in your stride and better your efforts so that was uh, you know my take on the exams and of course my parents were very supportive patient enough uh, to to you know uh, travel that journey with me and they understood that you know there is uh, you know something called luck which is not in my favor at that point in time but efforts were genuinely put in which they could see and they supported me on that now uh, coming back on on the professional journey and uh, sorry to cut yeah. you off before you talk th- there's one quote that um, during our 10th standard farewell i was given this beautiful laminated quote that said failing uh, failure is a stepping stone towards your success and that uh, during that time i didn't understand i was like why did they give me this while you know everybody others has some different quote some have beautiful like in my perspective they were like oh at least this is better than having the word failure Failure. which i didn't understand back then but today when i see when i have fallen back and then grown again like i've i've been growing slowly and steadily with a lot of failures also now i understand why they had given it to me i think uh, it's it's a you failure is a beautiful experience i think you know a lot of people struggle to make an attempt now you know i i also ventured into two uh, startups of mine i i ventured into a cafe i ventured into a, a travel um, you know uh, startup of mine uh, wherein you know we had a luxury tents that was in our beautiful uh, kashmir yeah. near sonmarg so i would say these are experiences i mean i i i try to you know break even in one and you know i failed in the second but these are experiences only few people can dream of venturing into something out of their comfort zone and and like you rightly said failure is uh, you know a stepping stone for success a lot of entrepreneurs these days who are doing well a lot of unicorns they they just didn't come overnight yeah they have failed miserably uh, you know in in their past events they have bettered themselves and then hence they are successful now and once i feel you know the mistakes that you made have made you fail the next time you're doing you're very careful about every step that you take absolutely and you have to be observant you have to keep your mind ears and eyes open uh, and not only learn from your mistakes at the same time learn from other people's mistakes yeah. so you know these experiences definitely become your uh, guidance and uh, stepping stone for success so experiences even failure i would uh, recommend a lot of people to embrace the failure you know with open arms because this there is nothing good that can happen to you unless you fail you yeah so that that has been my humble and honest take on failure so now i have learned to you know accept because there usually there was a lot of grumbling oh this is why, why like why is this happening blame yourself and then okay fine and it's very difficult to accept your mistake at that point of time like oh this is something i shouldn't have but it has to so basically it's all about acceptance as well the more easily you accept things that are happening uh, it will be more easier for you to you know face with the life ahead and mind you uh, failing in a particular thing having a pattern is more dangerous yeah uh, and and uh, not trying to better or improve is is also the same crime i would say uh, you know you you need not fall in the same pit multiple times multiple times you need to learn from your mistake uh, and break that pattern and absolute move ahead yeah
and now coming back to the thing most most yeah. interesting thing i think parents have been supportive uh, on my decisions because they have they are not getting younger by the day uh, once they you know got confidence that uh, you know i'll i'll be able to manage my professional uh, front operating out of here they were very supportive in fact they were the most happiest and that gave me validation of my decision uh, well, definitely i mean you are a ca by profession so there's no doubt like even if you work independently there's no doubt that you need a support of corporate to do something that that's something you could have done here as well but the thing that you know that always keep uh, kept uh, keep striking me is like uh moving from a bigger city to a town like now it come out to be a town i guess initially we should have called it a village now it's developing within another few years it will come up to a city level but that major difference is you still find it difficult or you're comfortable i'm i'm very much comfortable i'm very happy with my decision um life one thing life teaches you to be you know um contented uh so contentment and gratitude is what uh, i have uh, you know always learned from elders uh, people i interact with and this is i would say i would give all the due credit to the upbringing that we have been uh, you know bought with uh you know once you start looking uh at people below your means uh you know then you'll realize uh, that how fortunate you are to you know be in the place Uh, have the luxuries uh, or or the basic necessities that you have life is very simple uh, i mean i might sound like a philosopher at the moment but uh, it's it's a truth uh, that i have witnessed and i have heard from other people i look upon to also you know life is very simple uh, all what you need to live a living is basic necessities something which you know there are luxuries of course i understand there are expensive hobbies people like to travel so once you are sorted in terms of having the basic purpose for your future needs or if you are able to manage your living um, you know monthly basic expenditure i think place becomes irrelevant and and the there is you know more greed to money there's i mean there's no end to what uh, one can uh, earn So yeah. earning potential is one thing. Having said that, I have not given up my ambitious ambitions uh, and aspirations are always there. But I've started to acknowledge uh, the way things or the life is shaping up, and I've been contented uh, and and very grateful. I I would you know one one thing I've realized and I it's a message for our listeners also. I think uh, people should strive for financial independence. Um, financial independence uh, does not come very easily. Uh, one needs to be, you know, boring in terms of uh, taking care of basic uh, necessities. So I would encourage all the listeners to have certain basics in place. Create an emergency corpus, uh, you know, which will cover your six to nine uh, months of living expenses. have health insurance in place for all your family members have life insurance which is term insurance uh, of course it's very difficult to for the family to you know grapple with someone's uh, bread earners loss yeah. but apart from that there are financial repercussions also so have 
uh, you know term insurance in place so that family at least doesn't have to run around uh, once their loved one is no more or due to an unfortunate incident or whatever and also uh, you know plan your investments wisely you know have your expenses in check invest your savings because of course we all know that yeah. you know inflation taxes in the first place eat up a lot of your uh, money you know then. income yeah so whatever you save try to invest so that you beat the inflation and it, and uh, you know the eighth wonder of the world is compounding so as you start stacking more investments into equity uh, and also based on your risk appetite have certain portion in that so that it takes care of your future needs you know it could be your you know retirement option it could be your kids education their marriage and other you know your travel plans that could be in place so at the same time um, do not get carried away by someone's success story or someone's lifestyle habits everyone has their background everyone has their own one from one which uh, they have started with if someone has a launch pad and you know they can only go up uh, or if they don't manage it properly they will go to go down down south so you know everyone's story is different don't get negatively inspired or influenced by their stories put in your hard efforts and then focus now in a place like you know a small town that we are in which yeah. is athi you know the expenses are in check uh, so you know i don't feel that stress at the same time uh, you know it gives me enough balance where you know i can spend equal amount of time with family education also is decent compared to two decades that yeah. we were we used in the time that we were in so i think uh, you know the quality of life is good uh, here you can you can focus on your on your own self well being you can you know give equal amount time for your physical well being be in the nature uh, the food that is grown in the surrounding villages is very uh, you know organic yeah so all these factors put together i think i'm better off uh, compared to a metro <laughs> there's no no i've no doubt yeah so i i do miss uh, my social outings i do miss uh, you know the city life in terms of entertainment and other things uh, but life is a journey i yeah. think you from point a to point b you have to move and uh, you know sitting constant is something which does not excite me uh, it's it's boring for me so i, I think i am embracing the current current phase of life that i am in and and what best where you have your you know uh, support system in parents i i always wanted to be around them uh, no i mean that's a wonderful thing and kids also get to spend time, time with their parents yeah. so the upbringing upbringing the you know the positive qualities that they have inculcated uh, in us is is what i always wanted uh, for my kids also so i think with the support system around i am in a happy zone and touch wood uh, i think uh, things are going fine that's wonderful that's what something can ask for uh, i don't know i've heard this when i was uh, when i was growing up my mom always gave an example have you seen those people those all three brothers they were at the washroom no matter where they always carry a book with themselves now i don't know how far is that grow no ma i i wasn't a bookworm for sure 
माई अदर टू ब्रदर्स सो आई टू बैलेंस इट आउट आई टू स्टडी विदिकेशन आई टू गिव इक्वल अमाउंट ऑफ टाइम टू स्पोर्ट्स एंड साइंस आई लाइक मिंगलिंग विद पीपल आई लाइक वेंचरिंग आउट ट्रेवलिंग Uh, whenever i'm in a not in a good so good mood i just pick up my bike and you know visit friends roam around i i i give equal time uh, to profession to reading uh, at the same time you know i like to pick up new hobbies um, so saturdays are dedicated for trying out something new now you know it it might sound strange being in a ca profession where you have to be updated on tax matters of course that professional reading is there but um, you know i am not uh, too much into reading so you know i have and i know a lot of people who read two books a day three books a day you know uh, but i'm not too much book into reading but off late i have made it a habit that you know i pick up a book and try to finish it in 10 days which is uh, a good amount of time but yeah i mean it's a good start uh, it might sound strange that you know off late i've started writing poems um so this and i have been an author myself so it might sound strange that i don't read enough books but yeah this is something which i have picked up now so coming back to this topic that we are discussing like how did the numbers turn into a narration that is what the whole topic is about so what made you inspire to write your first book i think uh, there was no plan as such uh, of course my first book is on my travel expedition um it's it's a description of the road journey uh, to a beautiful place for lane yeah uh, so i went with my friends and uh, you know i was very mesmerized by the place and and the book is all about the journey that uh, you know the build up to the journey and the experiences that we had during the journey uh, interactions fun moments uh, and uh, the place was so mesmerizing that uh, you know the aura or the awe that was created by by the place itself um, you know inspired me to pen down few things when i started writing down i think uh, there was no stopping so it it systematically flew into chapters with proper headings and then you know the objective was very clear that uh, you know i wanted to spend down my experiences because i wanted it people uh, i wanted to inspire people to uh, venture out of their comfort zones meet new people and um, you know embrace nature uh, basically you know experience uh, life so you know of course in places like these you know you see people how they manage and and uh, they or you know uh, places surrounded by himalayas are shut for 6 months because of the heavy snowing that goes so you know those stories that we heard during our journeys you know were very inspiring so and that that uh, gives you a chance to appreciate the extremely luxurious life that you are living in spite of living in a in a small town like atni also we are very fortunate those people uh, you know are devoid of basic amenities uh you know basic food necessities also because they are completely cut off from the main uh, supply market yeah. which is uh, kashmir so i think uh, these things experiences i also i badly wanted to uh, pass it on and share with the audience and also the re- beauty of relationships you know uh, 
stay around your close ones um you know pick up some new hobby so basically enjoy life is what the message i wanted to pass on and the, the current uh, plan of publishing the book on poems also you know explores various topics uh, you know it's it's about midlife crisis it's about relationships it's about there are certain poems on um, you know uh, your uh, crush uh then uh, basically your uh, you know fun time with your family members and there are certain uh, poems on spirituality so it's it's about you know various stages of life and these are very much based out of personal experiences as i said there was never a plan to turn into an author or a poet this is something that you know as i said i like venturing or taking up new things which is also i wanted to explore uh, and i'm i'm ready to experience failure so there has never been uh, a hidden motive of making money out of writing or you know taking it as a full time profession this is something i wanted to try it out because i have heard a lot of stories uh, i've watched a lot of interviews and read a few articles of you know how do um the writer writes that they need some creative space they want to get locked into a room think about it or if they start writing it goes in a flow for maybe 10 days a week or a month or almost a year as well so did you face any kind of these challenges to you know be creative enough to okay you know you cannot plan to write something at the moment so at, i mean i am only talking about me mm-hmm. so i get these writing uh, spurts uh, so basically you know whenever the creative side of the brain is on you know then uh, you know that's where I, ideas start flowing and then you put pen to paper and then you know start writing so uh, my experience has been like you know i used to when there is peace around there's no noise uh, you know that generally used to happen you know post 12 in the midnight so i used to write from 12 to 2:30 or so and then uh, dedicatedly saturdays i used to give uh, time for self uh, without any other thoughts you know i used to attempt writing something without having a planned structure to it so that's how the collection of poems also kicked in so i used the lockdown period to write some stuff so i think i'm uh, you know i would say i i don't look for an writing topic it naturally happens i'm i'm finding it difficult to explain but this is this is how i i understood have you thought a name for the book that is coming up not yet uh, so uh, you know uh, i have i have listed down six uh, titles uh, so i need to finalize one if you could name not maybe out of the six or if you want to keep it like uh, not revealing so anything other than that if you would like to name on your own just for no i find right um currently it's a work in progress um that the book is with a publisher who is going through Uh, and uh, you know we'll evaluate uh, how we go about the next steps so at the moment i would not like to reveal much uh, yeah. but but the new course i think you know we'll discuss more on this yeah definitely definitely other than that um, what is a small piece of advice you would like to give it to our listeners and what um i think uh, uh holistic advice uh, overall have you know five hobbies one hobby should take care of 
I think this is this is the interesting piece that I have read recently. Uh, one hobby uh, should take care of your living expenses, which will become your profession. Um, one hobby to take care of your physical well-being. Uh, so you know you can take up gymming, you can take up any sports. So your physical health is in there. Uh, develop a hobby which will uh, cater or feed to your creative side, which could be arts, which could be you know a hobby like music, uh, learn a musical instrument, or you know I would like to add something to that uh, to. Give a appetite to your creative side could be you know uh, something like travel. So when you travel to different locations, destinations, you learn about new cultures, different people. So that your creative mind should be you know always fed, fed with um, you know creative side where all uh, you know you are doing justice to learning something new. So. That will keep you engaged, and all these negative thoughts or you know uh, random thoughts that creep in can be avoided. The other two are you know where somewhere oneness um, for knowledge. Yeah. So uh, one hobby you should have a hunger to stay updated on your professional front. I would not call it a hobby, but it's a requirement. Requirement. Yeah. So you need to stay abreast of what is happening in your. a uh, core area of uh, work which could be technical upgrading your technical skills and the third hobby or skills that uh, one should focus on is be abreast about latest developments now something like you know chat gpt is there ai is coming yeah. in a big way uh, you know how it can enable to simplify life or ease your regular routine things If one is abreast about all these things, uh, you know, it makes your day-to-day uh, chores very easy. So I would want to give uh, a message that you know, build on these aspects and do not take too much stress. Uh, you know, life is very simple. It's easier, uh, you know, to say uh, at this juncture. But you know, I've come a long way. Uh, I might sound philosophical, but you know stay contented uh, have gratitude and the universe will give you back in abundance you know i always uh, believe you know look at people below you in the sense who are not fortunate uh, enough uh, but if you if you see them you know they are they always have a smile on the face they are very happy uh, with their circumstances uh, they are grateful for what they have and you know the environment in which they live is very happy you know they they do not know how they are going to earn uh, you know a bread for the next day but you know they are more most stress free people that i've seen uh, in spite and and uh, coming back to us uh, you know when when we have uh, you know 6 to 7 months taken or 9 months taken care of but we are under constant stress uh, you know how am i going to earn this match this is my target what do i do so in the process we are not living in the moment today yeah. we are not living in the moment so we are either stuck in the past where we have a lot of regrets uh, or we want to change the past or how could have we better better the things in the past we are always stuck in the past or we are seeing the future so you know that's where you know the joy of life living the moment is lost 
so that's a simple message live life uh, enjoy life and gain experiences be it success failure it doesn't matter because everything uh, helps you at at the end of the day whether it is a success or whether it's a failure all it gives you is a learning and a wonderful you know uh, a journey that you will always cherish even if it's a failure yes. because i cherish the failures that i've had in my life i uh, even though i might not be as uh, old as you are to understand these things but uh, with due time yes definitely yes and i i think we should be grateful for the lord uh, that we are breathing at this moment yeah uh, you know the biggest gratitude that we always absolutely and if, uh, if you are able to wake up tomorrow that's that's something you are fortunate you know so be thankful for that and start every day afresh yeah and, and with a positive attitude you know you can win the negative situations also so have a positive outlook towards life i was actually going through one of the book uh, named magical mindset so that book has completely changed my entire perspective towards uh, life you know for me it was always like if i have a bad day uh, like if i had a bad day yesterday today also has to be bad because my uh, the process of my thoughts was still there uh, so i i always struggled to you know okay fine it was a yesterday and today is today to live in the present moment as we as you also said so that book has helped me lot in terms to you know understand when is the time that you need to stop thinking about it and that that one book that first uh, statement that i ever read was you know you can only control the things that are in your hand so before you try whether it's your overthinking or if you're feeling anxious about something ask yourself a question is this something that you can change or control if yes think of what you can do to control and if it is not in your hand then stop worrying about it because what will happen will happen so that 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 has entirely changed uh, the narrative and the perspective i always had uh, towards my life very true okay. uh, so before we end the podcast uh, please give us your um, instagram handle or maybe any social media handle and the uh, i hope your book is available if i'm not wrong yes uh, so my instagram handle is kaltari kamlesh k a l t a r i k a m l e s h and uh, the book i have written uh, is tenu mai le jaawanga the book is in english uh, this uh, name because you know the emphasis is on the place called le le So I'll uh, you know ask Ankush to display the link. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll add it in the description box below. Thank you so much, and thank you, listeners, for the patient listening. I uh, hope uh, you have some positives to exactly. take away from this podcast. And thank you, Ankush, thank for having for coming. No, definitely, this has to be one of the very positive podcasts because we discuss. Usually, it has to happen like uh, maybe if I see in the previous episodes that I've had. um i have had some sort of uh, regret or oh, this should not have happened or we have always discussed about the millennials uh, perspective and uh, today we got to have a different perspective as well so thank you so much for coming and it was wonderful having you same here